There we go. Oh. So we are now in, uh, it is uh, Tuesday night if after the uh, big Canadian federal election yeah. in our country. And I got to tell you, uh, I was up um, this morning really curious. I guess it's still not done. They're still counting ballots. It's, uh, and so we don't know for sure. <laughs> but it looks like we went through a lot of trouble for absolutely nothing. And we're right back where we started. But then I kept thinking about, like, who's really happy about this? Like, who like, uh, like who thinks any of this is any good? In the country, like. Yeah, like, in our, in our country of Canada, like, uh, people woke up after an election, and how many people are happy about the results? What percentage of us are happy? You know, like, in the States, you know, it's like 50-50, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, half the people are ha- happy, half the people are, re- like, really upset. And they have that popular vote, too, in the States. Yeah, yeah. They have the popular vote. And where in our country, it's not like that at all. And uh, in our country, I did the math here. Oh. And I'll explain the math mm-hmm. after the uh, after we get the show started. Right. But I did all the math here. And I did, like, like exponents and shit. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm talking, like, high school math. Like, I, I, I took out my high school math. I brushed <laughs> it off. A little bit of bed mass? Oh, I, I did... I had to do like X over this equals this over a hundred and then times the bottom by the top, you know, like that thing. You're crunching numbers. I was crunching some goddamn numbers. I want to say who's happy about this guy. Right. And I'm actually figuring 15% of the country. No kidding. Is happy. Wow. That the, that the country, like there's 15% of the people who really wanted the result to happen that it happened and they're happy about it. Incredible. Right. And then I will, so that's, that is incredible. That is incredible that 15, I'm not talking 50% of the country because that would be including children and prisoners. Eligible voters. I'm talking of the eligible voters. Wow. 15% of them really wanted this guy to win (laughs) and uh, he won. He's our, he's our leader. Wow. And he's because 15 now, now the actual truth is that eighteen point eight two percent of the eligible voters actually voted for him, and but I'm saying like at least three point eight two percent of those guys were NDP supporters that just thought they'd be throwing away their vote, right? And so they gave it to them. Hmm. So I factored in that to say fifteen percent. Imagine if you only paid eighteen point eight percent of your taxes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, just, I just can't understand how a guy who could win an election after like 18.82% of the people voted for him uh, and say that it's clear what Canadians want. We yeah. want me. Yeah. When it's clear that the vast majority of Canadians don't want our leader. Right. In fact, there was another guy who, who, who got 20% of the vote, which is more than yeah. what our guy got. Yep. And he's he's not our leader. I actually heard that that guy, if I'm thinking of the same person, is struggling to just be the leader of his party now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, because I think that the – yeah, we'll get into all that too. Yeah. We have to tell the people because this is an international audience, Kevin. They're from all over the world, and some of them might think, hey, Canada seems like a pretty good country. 
Seems like they got all their shit together. Well, we don't. Yeah. We absolutely don't. We can tell you we have no control. Most of us have feel like we have no control over who actually does get elected or not elected. And this is coming from a guy who hates all of them. Yeah. Like, I, just so you know, I'm not a supporter of any of them. Um, but I can't believe that one of them, any one of them can get that little of a, of our vote. And it's the boss. And still be the our quote-unquote leader. Yeah. And, uh, but anyways, we'll get into my further congratulations of Justin Trudeau <laughs> once we get our show started. But there's only one way to do it, Kevin. How's that? We do this thing called the theme song. Uh. crowd tonight in the pool shed in pine grove hello everybody we are the dutch hall we're coming to you from pine grove as i said in the pool shed in southern ontario in canada in north america in the world and you know earth solar system uh, milky way etc <laughs> I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke, and we are going to be uh, breaking down all things the Canadian election. And also, just a spoiler alert, later on in the show, we are going to, uh, we have a tip from a listener that the nocturnal emissions may be uh, moonlighting behind their creator's back. <laughs> yes, yes. Not so good. big spoiler for the for the uh, upcoming feedback seg- uh, section of our show. But first, I need to introduce our panel of guests. Oh, Kevin, first of all, well, the person I just referred to, he's sitting there, he's running the board, and I have actually forgot uh, to plug in our uh, next guy, but <laughs> I have to tell this guy about it first, but first I'll tell you who he is. He's the guy that's the most valuable uh, MVP, what's the P part? Person. Becca. The most valuable pecker of season eight. Kevin Van Dungeon, everybody. Thank you very much. Now, Kevin, there is a green cord right by your foot. That green cord, like an extension cord, kind of like a for like a Christmas tree or something. Do you see it? That, that, uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. If you could plug that in, that's going to help for the next guy the next guy is our uh, the other guy in our in our th- uh, threesome he's also been a big part of season eight ladies and gentlemen he's the man that i built in honor of my friend dave charters robot dave everyone robot dave thanks a lot pete mm. you're welcome dave and dave i know that you don't have much to say this week <laughs> and it's because you don't know much about politics and uh, I think that it's just good that you're here for moral support, and I don't I don't need much more from you uh, today. Just uh, you being here helps me and Kevin feel like we're not doing this alone. Yeah, it sure does. Oh, that's oh, fantastic. 
Well, I'm just happy we can work things out with you, Dave. And uh, so the, the only other person left to host is myself. I'm your host and two-time two time. President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke, everyone. <laughs> All right. So I, I wanted to say about my um, uh, my math here. I'm going to talk about my math. You know, apparently in Canada, this time around, we had 58.44% of our eligible bo- voters who voted at the time I got this data. Mm-hmm. So 58.44. Almost 60. <laughs> right. So that means that 41.56% of our popula- of our eligible voters couldn't find one good enough to vote for. <laughs> They're just not doing it. They said none of them are good enough. So I put them in the column of people that were not happy about Trudeau being prime minister because they'd be happy about no one, right? Right. That's right. Then I put... The people who actually voted for somebody other than him mm-hmm. was 39.74% of our popu- population. Wow. And then 18.7%. Oh, I got those numbers wrong. It was 4156 39%, mm-hmm. 39.62, uh, and then 18.82 actually liked him. Wow. Which is, and then the 20.21 voted for and so even more people voted for them, right. but but uh, he's going to maybe lose his job. Trudeau, well, some people are saying they're going to lose. He's going to lose his job. Who? Uh, not Trudeau. <coughs> the other guy. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but I know who you're talking about. The conservative leader. Uh, who? Uh, like yeah, uh, Aaron O'Toole. Yes. Yeah, they say he's going to lose his job, and then some people are saying even Trudeau will lose his job because this is all for nothing, right? Yeah. And. You look at it, if he stays to another election, this guy. Yeah. Well, what's he going to get in the next time? It's going to be the same thing again, isn't it? I would think so. Unless he does something amazing, but why hasn't he done that yet? You I know? know? I guess he's playing a real long game. Yeah, yeah, saving it up all for the end. I think what's happened here, and I used to think that Canada was about one president or one leader behind the states. I used to always think this. You know, I right. thought Harper was kind of like our George W. Yep. And then. Uh, uh, who's that? And then Trudeau's kind of like our Obama, I yeah. thought, right? Because like, yeah, yeah. he was like a celebrity kind of like uh, yeah. flashy kind of leader. Mm-hmm. But now I realize, no, Trudeau's not our Obama. He's our Trump. Trudeau is our Trump. Kind of a joke around the world. Well, all he does is spin everything like it's golden, right? Yeah. He says at the end when he uh, he wins or whatever, he says in his speech, he goes like, I'm going to, or I, some people are talking about division. I haven't seen division. I see, I mean, they got people yelling at him, calling him like every name in the book, throwing gravel at him. Yeah. He doesn't see division in our no. country. Like he's, he, he, even when that girl who like, uh, left his party and wrote a book and everything, like saying that she didn't like him. Yeah. She said that he, he was trying to get her to lie and he, she, she didn't want to lie. Right. And then he says, we, uh, experience that differently <laughs> that's a great way of putting it wow imagine taking that line to court right we just experience those events differently sorry officer i know you said i was doing 120 but i only experienced an 80 kilometer an hour ride yeah i didn't experience that at all i think we like he'll look at 
like I think this is what makes him an effective liar mm-hmm. is the fact that he actually believes his lies. He thinks yeah. that they actually happen because he 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 re-experiences the events in his mind till so that what he says is true. <laughs> Everything's sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows with this fucking yeah. guy, and nothing is ever the truth. You know, like he he just keeps saying the same shit and. People less and less people every time are buying it. Yeah, I've seen them even um, like in a question period. I think they call it. Yeah, yeah. Like when the opposition asks him a question, he will not answer it. No, he never does. He just dance around it. And Trump did that too. You're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. This this is what they are. In this case, the people who support him support him blindly. Yep. They uh, see him as their the face of 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 them or or, or even of of Canada. Yeah. Like this is what we need is this guy that they make him into some sort of a hero, and they're not. And then once you start putting a person like that, like these are especially in Canada, we're not supposed to have really a leader. We're just supposed to have people that represent their ridings. Yeah. You know, like the way our yeah. country was. Uh, there's not much jokes in this but like the way our country was formed is that like if you live in a shitty part of the country at least you got your person you know so that if they vote on something that's going to affect your shitty little part of the country that they'll vote for you because they represent you yep and and uh, i noticed somewhere around stephen harper where uh they just had to vote on party lines yep and they stopped voting for the representation like in our neighborhood it was a tobacco buyout that they that they had to put to vote one time, and our representative was conservative, and the conservatives were voting against it, so our representative voted against it. Yeah, that just doesn't make sense. And it only affected our riding pretty much, and so like this girl's, this was a situation where every point in history before that, the leader or whatever would say, I'll give you a pass because I know you can't yeah. vote against this, you know? Yep. But... But uh, no, she had to vote on party lines, and that's what it be- it's become now. So, what's the point of ridings now? Yeah. If you're not going to vote for your constituents anymore, yep. then what's the point of ridings? Then get rid of ridings and just have a popular vote elects the person, and then you whatever take your team or whatever you want to do. But yeah. this horseshit where you try to pretend that you're representing the will of your your uh, constituents is horseshit because like you can't have 80% of your country not want the guy <laughs> and he's your guy, you know, he yeah. wins, you know, he's the winner. <laughs> yeah. That's another, yeah. Hey, I get 18.8% on my next test and I'm, I pass. Do Yeah. And not only that, you say they like me better, the, be- the best, they like me the best. Huh. Uh, but they didn't. They liked another guy even two percent more. But he but even he isn't like that much. But he he's not like that much either. That's still just twenty. I mean, like, like no no one's lighting the world on fire. When you get a majority, maybe thirty percent of the country likes you. Yeah, between yeah. the two of them, sixty percent of the country didn't like either. Yeah, yeah, That's wicked. It's 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 honestly like uh, it's it's really nutty. It's really nutty that yeah. we can't put anything together. The the one thing though is they I heard one guy say on the news that uh, Trudeau's uh, allure, what made him the star, that that made him the leader of the the of, of the liberals, is the same thing that's making him poison f- for them too, and they say that like this like the fact that he's flash and 
this kind of celebrity leader is is going to become if people are are going to I think the young people this is what I'm hoping I I think I'm like hopeful <laughs> I'm not sure if this is true but I think the young people want substance they actually want somebody that actually stands for something and has ideas and wants right. to do good and uh, the young people are actually making up the vote now as as the baby boomers die I wonder if he's going to disappoint them and that's it who like, he, like Trudeau is going to disappoint the young people? I think he has, and like he's going to make. I don't know what. I honestly don't know what promises he made. Yeah, but he's going to not fulfill them. Yeah, of course that. Yeah, like he just like, and then he's going to disappoint him. Like I heard the cost was six hundred and ten million dollars for this election. Yeah, but what else? Like that's just the cost of the election. Yeah, his promises are going to cost. Oh. oh. Every one of Billions. them. Every one of them say they're going to spend their way out of the uh, out of the pandemic. This makes no sense. And then uh, <laughs> even the the conservatives who are supposed to be conservatively fis- like fiscally conservative, they they put a plan in place that said in ten years they'd balance the budget, which doesn't mean in ten years we're going to get our debt paid off. It means in ten years they'll stop increasing the, the debt. debt. Yeah. So like everyone th- mixes up deficit and debt. Like they think if hey in ten years we're gonna run a a balanced budget means in ten years we're not gonna spend more money than we make. Yeah, we're just not gonna add to that. But debt. for the next ten years we're gonna just spend way more than we yeah. make. Like that is not uh you know in ten years you're probably not gonna be in power. You know? <laughs> just do what you need to do to get your pension. So that's your, the whole goal of the game. Right? Yeah, yeah. String people along, hope it doesn't fall apart on your watch and yep. and try to get to your full pension. I think th- uh like you said, maybe it was in Harper's time, but like it became the business of being reelected. It's no longer for the people. It's how do I get reelected? Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually not even like I know. And I don't even know if the person that represents our writing is from our writing. I don't think she is. I don't even know who she is. Yeah. They put her in because it's, they knew it was a true blue writing and they thought this is a potential like this. I think uh, she can't lose. Yeah, she's a black woman, and, like, so she's, like, uh, she can't lose, and then we get a black woman in there, and then we can put her into, like, a cabinet spot and show that we're inclusive, try to, like, uh, wow. you know, wash our reputation of being, like, the racist party. Sure. You know? It's like Game of Thrones. That's what they do. They did another, the liberals tried to do it in our area, too. They put this hot shot, but he was actually born in our area, but then he moved away, and, like, he totally acted like he wasn't from here. <laughs> He's from like Toronto. Super transparent. Like just, yeah, now he's a politician in Toronto. He has a seat there because he oh, could win there. He yeah. couldn't win down here because no. people didn't like him. Yeah, because he would go to uh, um, those like meetings and stuff like that. And he would just sit in the back of the room. I and mean, he's probably the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, but like he just wasn't a people person. You know. Yeah. And then you get like uh, we got like a couple politicians around here, like Toby Barrett, our MPP for like the provincial government. People guy. He's like old fashioned. He's like something right out of a movie or something. Yeah, like you that. could probably drive up his laneway and ask him a question if he's out there. Yeah, I see him there cutting brush all the time. Yeah, Toby and uh, I'll tell you about Toby. He fights for our our area all the time. Yeah. Like he really does. But he's like old school. If you if he's at a, a tobacco harvest fest, you know, he's driving his tractor in the parade and he's smoking a cigar. You know, if he was at uh, the tomato fest. He's like, uh, he's driving the tractor. He's eating a tomato. You know, <laughs> you know, he knows how to politician it up. Yeah, man. Yeah, like he's a real, like, uh, over the top old school politician. Politician kissing like, babies, kissing babies. Yeah, 
uh, eating pieces of pie for some contest, maybe. Pumpkin fest. Yeah, pumpkin fest. He's just eating a piece of pumpkin pie, just shoving yeah. it in his mouth. Yeah. Right? I, like, I, I can't blame him. Yeah, I like, uh, I like Toby. But like, I don't because he looks like he's doing it for us. Even if I don't like his politics, I know he's working for us. You know, He knows what's going on around here. He's part of our area. Hey, he looks approachable, too. Yeah, whereas I don't know if I could say the same thing about our federal re- representatives in a long time around here. Yeah. Last guy that did something for us was probably Bob Speller. That's a long time back, too. Yeah, yeah. He got beat by that girl that I can't remember her name either. Uh, Diane Finley. Yeah. She's terrible. Yeah. But anyways, uh, that's very <laughs> local. No one's going to know what we're talking about. Uh, you don't think they care about this in Australia or the Philippines? No, they don't. Mexico? Oh, uh, Netherlands? Hmm? Like we got, I was throwing them in because we we don't. Uh, I try to add another country. Okay. So Netherlands trending. Netherlands were the tops now. Like as far as all the countries where we chart. Yeah. The highest number that we are is Netherlands, uh, but the Philippines we've been consistently in that uh, twenty in that twenty to twenty fifth spot there. God bless those people. Ah, the Philippines are the best. Yep. You know, Manny Pacquiao apparently. Has announced that he's going to be running for president of the Philippines in the next election. Hmm. Manny Pacquiao. More than just a boxer. Yeah. He was a boxer, right? Yeah, Manny Pacquiao was a boxer. Yeah. And then I think, though, I think the leader now in the Philippines is a fucking like, crazy man, right? He's the one that, like, uh, harsh punishment. Yeah, yeah. He hates drugs and stuff. Yeah. It'll kill you, right? You do drugs, you're dead. That's what I think is that guy, right? Yeah. So I think that uh, Manny Pacquiao trying to take power from this dude. Is like dangerous for his life. He don't might you? be dead too. Yeah, be like trying to overthrow Putin. Yeah. Um, you know what I've been also obsessed with? I want um, during this election is watching Trudeau's wife. I was going to ask, is she around even? Yeah. This is how it happened. Somehow during the pandemic, she disappears. Right. Right. You don't see her anymore. And she I'm got like, the COVID. Yeah, I think she got the COVID, and and then they were separated, like because they said it was COVID related. I'm like, eh, really? They're not going to let the prime minister cross the border, see his wife and kids, you know? Like, fuck yeah. Up. So, like, I mean, I don't think she wants to see him. Then I don't see anything about her forever and ever, and which is great. She, we shouldn't know anything about this girl, right? And then, uh, but then they show up. I I watched him uh, Trudeau and his and his wife get the vaccine. Oh, wow. Right? They had it as a news conference. I watched it again today, too, because I was wondering if it was something I could put on the show, but it's yeah. terribly boring. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> what it is is, like, this guy goes, it, Trudeau goes in with his wife, right? Yeah. He's got to get his shot first. He makes a, a real production out of it, takes off his whole shirt. He can't oh, just, like, just uh, even just uh, roll up his sleeve, and he can't, um, he can't, like, uh, just take the one long sleeve shirt off and leave the other one in and then like just put it back on after he's ripped he takes it no he's wearing a t-shirt it's baggy you can't really see but uh so he takes off his dress shirt and he has tie in his dress shirt takes it right off and then he has to take it it's a production you know he's got to get the other sleeve undone and then then he's got to hang it up over by his chair and hang up his tie on his chair like he's a particular guy but it seem, seems to me like that's an unorganized guy that didn't plan ahead. Yeah, like his wife showed up. She just pulled down her little top thing and put her the top of her shoulder out. Yeah. Also, okay, Trudeau goes there. He decides he's got – so he's got a T-shirt on now, yeah. a white T-shirt. He could pick either one of his arms really to get it, uh, uh, his vaccine in. They don't yeah. tell you you can only get it in one arm. So he he puts his tattoo arm. Was, what's his tattoo of? 
I can't see it, and I hate to make fun of it because it's probably Bo's dead brother or something like oh, that. Shit. You know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah. and then I'm gonna end up getting shit over this. Yeah. But because uh, I know his brother did die, and I'm just like, I, have, if I had a guess, but I don't know. It's like a eagle or like a enough shook or picture of Fidel Castro. But it's very like sh- of the time of like a frat boy from the '90s that <laughs> barbed wire. <laughs> you know, it's just like on the shoulder. You know, some picture of a Canadian flag, moose head, or some fucking thing. You know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I can't make it out, but it's just cringy to see. Cheesy. Yeah. On a. Okay. So then this guy uh, is going to get his needle now. He rolls up his tattoo sleeve and then he's going to get the needle now. And so he grips his wife's hand. Oh. Right. <laughs> Support. Uh, for his needle. Yeah. Because, well, he says he was excited, but he, he grabbed her scared. hand. And then he and he's squeezing her hand while he gets his needle. Uh, I, I'm only guessing, but I or I'm only like I may be looking into this more, but I think his eyes are watering now. He had a tear uh, after his needle. He, he's just pretending he's happy, but you could tell it hurt him. Hmm. And then, um, so then he's done, right? And now it's his wife's turn to get the the needle, right? <laughs> yes. So she goes into the thing. She pulls down her little top to so let her shoulder out. And gets stuck with the needle. Before she gets stuck with the needle, though, uh, uh, Justin tries to uh, hold her hand. He's like, nope. And uh, so he's going to grab her hand, and she's like, no, no, get out of here. You know, like, I don't like you, and I'm strong enough to take a needle. Yeah, she's like, I don't need you to fucking treat me like a baby on TV, you know, like uh, holding my hand. So like, she, I saw that recoil, and it struck me like, Malania. I don't think she likes this guy. And then... Uh, during the election, I'm just fascinated with watching the way they interact. I'm watching yeah. to see her show him affection in any way. He went and gave her a big speech when he accepted. Then she gave him a, a reluctant kiss. Okay. That's the only affection I saw. It's like I saw him rubbing her leg when he was waiting for the results. And eventually he switched to rubbing his kid's leg. Ew. Yeah. And then... Uh, and that, but she did not return any affection. So it's like Melania Trump, or how do you say her name? Yeah, yeah, Melania. Melania. Yeah, I think she. I think she's playing the role. She knows the role she's got to play. She wasn't. I think uh, that if he would have lost, do you think she voted for another party? <laughs> she's like, oh fuck, just get me out of this. Get me out of this. Yeah, I think she did vote uh, probably conservative, the best chance right. of getting her husband out of office. La Quebecois. Yeah, anything to get him out of there because I, th- I, I think there is something to that because, uh, I think that if they if he does leave, if he either gets voted out or if he uh, decides to leave politics or anything, They're or done. if he was to lo- lose the election, she would be gone like immediately. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying it on the air because I want it to be there to be a, a, a record of it for when it happens. Yeah, that I can say. See, I told you. I told yeah, you. Think something was up so. there. Because there's no way she can find that dude. Like, I don't know. Maybe she likes that sort of thing. But, like, he's so... Effeminate? Like, yeah, he's just... Or so beta. Like, yeah, he's like a pussy. Yeah, he's just such a pussy. Like yeah, a beta yeah. or something. Like, I can't believe this guy is supposed to be our leader when he's, like, so weak. And so, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how this is going to come out when I say it. But when he said, I'm a feminist, I was like, that's... I, I'm all for a feminist should be someone who, who, who prefers or who thinks, in my opinion, a feminist is someone who thinks men and women are equal. Right. But that's not how he's saying it. 
at least that's not my perception. No, he's defending all women's issues like blindly. Yeah, and I think that um, it's not natural, really that natural for a guy to say I'm a feminist. Yeah, I'm like I'm for I, equality. I, I totally get that. I, I think I can say that I'm a feminist. Yeah, because I have two daughters. Yeah, uh, and there's and a, and I don't care about myself. So I have a wife that I care about. I yeah. have two daughters I care about. So for me, I can be a feminist because I only care about women. I want everything to go well for women. Men can lose. Yeah, and then I'm happy to lose to see my people I care about the most win. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I so like, I could get away with it. Am I thinking that he's just pandering? Oh, he's totally pandering. In his case, he's just doing what he thinks is progressive. Right. He's trying to show that people he's kind. super woke, you know? But every time a person's trying to prove something, yeah. to say, like, I'm the most woke of all the woke wokeness, you're, then you're really pan. You're always going to be pandering. You're yeah. going to be trying to find problems where there really aren't none to say i'm the i'm i don't have it look how woke i am yeah look how smart look how accepting i am we prefer to say people kind yeah who's we yeah we and he always tells us what canadians want he's like yeah. canadians want this i'm like do you really fucking want that because i'm canadian i don't want it you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. you keep telling me what i want i don't want it i just want everybody to be equal yeah i think if they do finally if if people finally have enough of this dude where they don't think he's doing anything good anymore i think that eventually there's gonna be a time where they're gonna elect somebody like me they're really gonna elect some guy who's just going like i don't fucking know all the answers like what do you want from me yeah and where if where a person can from the opposite team will say an idea where like a, the person like me says oh that's actually a pretty good idea that's what politics should be yeah you're working like, that's a good idea. I'll, the, I'll go with that idea. Yeah, working together for the best of the country. Yeah, you're supposed to be a public servant. And you're yeah. and in our country, you're supposed to represent your riding. And then and then collectively, maybe you're leaning a bit this way or that, so you you're you align with this party, you're representative of that yeah. party. But you still vote for your people and you don't just do it as this like blanket thing, like for power. It's supposed yeah. to be like representative of so that everyone talks. And if you're not going to do that, then I say blow the fucking system up completely and just make Facebook voting where everybody votes on everything. Yeah. If you can bank online, you should be able to securely vote. Yeah. If you can securely vote, when they figure out a way, if they figure out a way to vote online, then you can vote on everything. Then you don't need politicians anymore. You just need to know what the issues are. Who's the new uh, OPP commissioner? Let's all vote. Yeah. Yep. And you're like the conservative party can still run their platform saying this is what we want and the liberals say this is what we want yep. and then you put forward the thing that you want to table instead of the house voting the people vote on their stupid yeah. app and then they move forward. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, I mean if you can't if you can't if you have to vote party lines like if you hear a completely logical idea like let's say Pete you are the prime minister. Yeah. And you come up with some way that somehow in the budget that you can give everyone in our country, every family, every household, yeah, a million dollars. You come up with some way to do it, and it's a great idea because it's gonna, you know, the economy's gonna be better. Everybody's gonna have oh, yeah. a better life. And your opposition's like, I don't wear the same color tie as Pete, so I gotta vote against this. Yeah, yeah. that's ridiculous. 
Yeah, if you could do it in a way that only benefits the country, it's like coming yeah. from another country. And it's like, uh, we do this deal, and then because we open the Northwest Passage, we're going to have all these like uh, fees, and yeah. that's all going to, we're going to use the money that we get from the Northwest Passage to, to directly benefit each and every Canadian, in the, where yeah. it goes directly to you because it's benefiting our country, and then we give it to the people. If that happened, yeah, you'd have like yeah. In, in our, under today's system, you have to vote against it if you were not part of the party, That's even if it was the best idea. Bad. Yeah, you have to not only vote against it, but you have to say it's stupid. <laughs> like you can't, you can't agree on anything. It's like a bunch of five-year-olds. Yeah. That's stupid, and I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I don't understand it, man. When it, it should be like. Like it, the only this is the only way a politician have, can have credibility is if they agree with their enemy once in a while. Yeah. If they agree with their opposition once in a while, then I'm like, oh, this guy might be objective, right? Because he's actually listening and not just like being contrarian, mm-hmm. you know. But they don't do that, man. It's all self-preservation. And if you give, a, if you agree with somebody, you're giving them power, and it, and you can't do that. And then it becomes about this. I always think it's funny. They call politics politics. They don't call it governing. You know, like politics is the worst part of a job. Yeah. It's the part where everyone stabs each other in the back yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and where everyone's like kissing ass and being fake in order to gain favor or, or get a promotion or whatever. That's politics. Yeah. That's the gross part of every job. Yep. This job should be called governing because that's the actual job. Yeah. But when we refer to it, we refer to it as politics because the only part that the general public are interested in is the politics part, is right. the shitty part. Where we where they crap on each other and it's like where's the part where they actually run things? Yeah. Like, I want politics to be boring. Have a old lady like Elizabeth May, yeah. you know, goes out there with good ideas and she just fucking like there's nothing really sexy about it. She's just like boringly running the country and nobody even really knows because it's working. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's like a dream of mine. Like I don't want to use your podcast right now to increase the popularity of another podcast, mm-hmm. but I heard Bernie Sanders on Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know Joe Rogan's not Well, Joe Rogan could use the help, Kev. I know. <laughs> His numbers are going up. Well, once now, it's been mentioned on the Dutch Hall. I know. I mean, Rogan's going to go through the roof. For sure. Yeah. But honestly, when you got to listen to him talk for an hour, yeah, yeah. he was interesting. He made sense. Yeah. but he And he wasn't talking in talk bites, like in sound bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, and that's an old vanilla man. Yeah, but yeah. But had good ideas for his country. Yeah, and if you think of if if even the the most like hardcore like Trumper yep. was to sit down and actually like listen to Bernie Sanders over like a, a period of time where he'd be open minded enough to sit down, hear his ideas. Yep. I think they can admit I see where this guy's coming from at least. For sure. You know, that I don't see this guy's being evil or wrong. He just he that's the way he sees his way to help. Yeah. I was thinking of it like this, the all the politicians want to do the same thing. Like the liberals, the conservatives, and the NDP, you know, we'll take them as an example. I don't know what the Bloc and the People's Party want to do, but... What about the Green Party? Or the Greens. I still don't know. <laughs> I did vote for them last time. They're for the environment. Yeah. So anyways, I think that uh, everyone wants to, like, let's say there's a homeless guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he's hungry. Yeah. And he comes in and he says, uh, you know, I'm hungry. Um uh, what are you going to do for me, government? The conservatives would say, give this guy a job. Yep. You know? And then the liberals would say, uh, give this guy a sandwich. Yep. You know? 
And the NDP would say, give this guy a check. You know, like they would all be solving the guy's hunger problem. In a different way. But yeah. they all have different ways of doing it. It's And then not, they're all accomplished the same thing. Which one's right or wrong? Who knows? Not Probably none of them are right or wrong. They all have their benefits and their detriments, but they um, all address the problem, you know? So, like, I don't think that anyone's really... They all want to do the same thing. Yep. And, and to see that they, if the other one's trying something, it might work. And if it works, isn't that what you want? Yep. You know, like, and then everyone should be happy that it worked. But it doesn't seem like they're working together. You need, like, a bigger enemy. We need to fight a alien species. And it yeah. would, and then everyone would kind of, like... Galvanize to go up against the bigger enemy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we were at war with, like, uh, uh, Mars. Know, yeah, Mars. That would bring the whole Earth together. But even if Canada was at war with, like, let's say the states even, which it seems like the states would come in and, and crush us. And if they used their big weapons, yeah, they could definitely crush us. They might underestimate us at first, though. But I think, yeah, I think they would go into our cities and they would clean up. Our, they would just kill in the cities, you know? Like, yeah. they'd have no problems gaining ground there. Mm -hmm. But you go to, like, fucking rural Saskatchewan, good fucking luck. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh, you go to even rural Ontario. Like, I know in Pine Grove here, there's a, there's American tanks coming down the, the my subdivision in Pine Grove. Someone's getting... A punch in the face. Oh yeah, me and me and the fucking Hatcock's gonna be uh, <laughs> sneaking around, you yeah. know, uh, shoving uh, bananas up their tailpipes. You sure, know what I'm, yeah. I'm talking old, about? A good old uh, sock bomb or whatever it yeah. was. I'm saving private. Molotov cocktail too. I'll shove that right down the thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll be doing like guerrilla warfare, like Vietnam, like we, we uh, know. Afghanistan. You know, you'd be going through tunnels that they don't even know exist. Right. It's your land. Because it's 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 ours, right? Yep. You're just bringing the army in here. Sure, they're better fighters. Sure, but they don't have a, a, any stake in this. They don't really want to be there. No, they're just following orders. Yeah, we're gonna risk everything to murder you to get you out of our <laughs> our country, right? Like that's yeah. that's it's not the same thing as like because uh, they Iraq's about the same population as Canada. It wasn't easy in there. No, they'd be coming up that hill in Turkey Point. Yeah, right. Because oh, they'd fuck. probably cross Lake Erie for sure. Oh man, once you get once you get south of number three, those fuckers <laughs> know they're in for they're, the fight of their life. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. you get close to the lake, they're you, crazier you down there. You get a there. tank stuck in the sand. What do you think's going to happen to you? Mm. Not going to be good. Oh no, you're going to get a bunch of fucking guys in Hawaiian shirts coming up and like, uh, yep. You know, shoving a fucking Bacardi breezer up your ass. They'd be like, "Come on in the second sandbars, see what happens." Yeah, yeah. Yep. People, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be any sort of, uh, you know, uh, American tank r going down Turkey Point. No, not down the Strip. No, goddamn no. Not on a Saturday night. Or Spooky Hollow. <laughs> that shit. Normandale? Yeah. Those guys would fucking tear you apart, Normandale. <laughs> you don't want to mess with them? Nope. You don't even fucking go near Port Rowan. Are you nuts? God damn it. <laughs> fucking Long Point? See what they do with a muskrat? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, so, uh, this is what we learned. We, we elect a leader that no one wants and with the guy still wins Yep. and his wife is going to leave him. I think so. <laughs> yeah. That, I think that's going to, I just don't know when, but she will leave him. I don't think, I think that they're living in separate quarters right now. Oh yes. I don't not, I do not think there's any real action going on between them. I'm not sure if Justin's looking for any. No. Uh, yeah, he's very. He doesn't seem like a highly sexual guy to me. Like, I, but I'm. I could be wrong. I think he's more interested in a photo. 
Yeah, he's he's. I think he likes that people like him. Mm-hmm. I think that's his that's his sex. It's just yeah. taking selfies with people. And people like I think either like him or hate him. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, when you talk about like divisiveness, I mean, there is the people who didn't vote for him. It's not like hey, you know, he's all right, just not for me. He's just all right. I like this other guy a little bit better. No, no. The people that aren't voting for him aren't voting for him because they can't stand him. Yeah. You know, like it's it's not it's a he's a polarizing figure. Yeah. And I don't think in a time like now, and this is the thing, when Trudeau ran in fifteen, two thousand fifteen, you know, like we're recovering from the thing of two thousand and eight and yeah. all this stuff. This is like the new hope and the you know, everything's yeah. gonna be great. Sexy leader. So he comes out telling you everything's gonna be great and you're like, That's what you wanna hear. He might be right and every mm-hmm. you know. Now, things are not great. Uh, he's been at the helm. He's still telling people everything's great. Yeah. And he's saying it's going to be even greater and all this stuff. And and it's just like, but it's not great. No. It's like he would have been better off if he came out and said, things are shitty right now. And I'm going to try and fix it. And like, uh, you know, like, fuck it. It's hard. I was driving between Drumbo and Interkip. Oh, and, the Kip, yeah. Yep. And I someone took the took the time. To make a sign that said "fuck Trudeau," oh yeah, put it on their front yard. I was like, "Wow, that's coming!" I've never seen a "fuck Harper," yeah, yeah, "fuck O'Toole." Well, I've never Jasmine sing. I've never seen it. No, like when when uh, I was driving on the four hundred highway from we rented a cottage with my family, yeah, and we were driving back home, and the four hundred highway all of a sudden slows down to nothing before you hit Barry, and no you're like, "What the either. fuck is this?" There better be an accident, but there's not. No, <laughs> there never is. But this time there was a reason that people were slowing down. It's because some dude in a in a speedo was carrying a sign saying "Treasonous Trudeau must go." He's wearing a speedo and he's got this "Treasonous Trudeau must go" yep. sign. And he's just over the overpass on the four hundred and, <laughs> and waving his dick around. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say for the people who are just listening, Pete is dancing in yeah. his chair right now, <laughs> and, those hips. And then I went to uh, drop my daughter off. At in Toronto, and we went to a restaurant for a uh, a lunch. Yeah, and uh, who comes down Young Street? But the same fucking guy, same speedo, and same sign. Oh my goodness, that's a long walk from Barrie to Toronto. Yeah, it was two weeks later too. So <laughs> like, I bet you walked it. <laughs> Maybe you think you walked the four hundred? Do you think you did Young Street? And no, he was uh, he was in Barrie. He was just on the overpass, eh? And oh. then the cops did break it up. Okay. But yeah, like I don't know if he's just doing. He did every town, like he was just traveling across. <laughs> but I never saw him on the news or nothing. I thought eventually I'd see the speedo guy on the That's news. Passion. But like this is the first election where I remember, especially in Ontario, like if the if the if Trudeau came around, there was like people there to heckle him and he got rocks thrown at him in London. Yeah, he got some gravel thrown at him, and then uh, he one time heckled back to a guy like saying. Don't you have a hospital you should be terrorizing well, or something? Not well played. And uh, made him look real petty, yeah. actually. Yeah. I actually seen a, uh, him going up for a selfie with someone, and they, they called him a fucking dictator or something. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. I mean, it does seem that way to me. It seems like this guy is not benevolent. He's, he's like, blindly going forward with his agenda, yeah. regardless of what the evidence is saying to him. Mm. And he's not acknowledging the fact that he's telling us that we're telling him something different than what we're telling him. Like, yeah. you, you can't say 
the clear message is that we want they people wanted us in power again. No. The clear message is no, we don't want any of you fuckers in power. Yeah, like none of us want any one of you. In, like there's not a good enough case for any one of you to be our leader. Yeah, we all need to do some work. Yeah. Also, if you want to be a leader of a country, you are mentally ill. Yeah, there's something wrong. You you have something wrong with you to think you want to lead a country. Like, are you out of your mind? Yeah. And what makes us think in today's day and age? I understand when there's no fucking mail, when it's like uh, the Pony Express or whatever. Sure, the fuck, yeah, yeah. You got to get a representative, go to Ottawa to represent your thing. Now, I can represent myself. Yeah, just send a tweet. I'll zoom in to the parliament meeting and give my opinion. Yep. You know, like it's isn't that the way the world is now? Everyone's opinions the same weight, yeah, man. regardless of how much you know. Yeah, you could put an emoji with it if you wanted to, too. God damn it! You could put a sad faced emoji when something didn't go your way. That's what I like about the the NDP guy. The my, my thing about Singh is that he looked miserable. <laughs> he looked miserable. He gained weight. He was frustrated. Yeah. He can't believe that this shit is the way it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I liked Elizabeth May. That's the her vibe she gave me. And I'm like, that's the kind of yeah. person I get. I don't want a person that enjoys this shit. Yeah, it's that, like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Every day they're walking out. Every day they go to work, they're like, this system's fucked, you know? And yep. that's a guy who I can deal with. I can work with that guy. I don't agree with his politics necessarily, but I I. I See him as being a good human that actually seems to fucking yeah, care. Yeah, like the job. You know, whereas, uh, man, all these people, they just don't seem human. They're just, sure. like, doing it for the power and the fucking whatever else, man. It just makes me sick. I hate the. I just hate it. I don't like seeing you this wound up. Yeah. Well, let's get to a segment we call uh, Feedback. We got feedback. Maybe I'll call it off. We got feedback. Welcome, everyone, to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you, as always, by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and you click on that Amazon better, you do your Amazon shopping, and that money will come to us instead of those fuckers at Amazon. They have enough. Fuck Bezos. Oh, sorry. I'm still wound up, Kev. $199.9 million that fucker's worth. Billion. Sorry. Billion dollars. Uh, he's almost worth a trillion, then? And his company is worth... Oh, no, no, $199. $199.9 billion. So it's almost $200 billion. And I think $1.7 trillion is what Amazon's worth. Uh, that's the valuation if they were to go on Shark Tank. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Well, they don't need my money then. Give me my yeah. 6% of your waffle iron. Come on. That's all Send I'm asking for. Way. So just do your shopping there. Okay. Also, if you're having problems with your mental health, and I got to tell you, like, I mean, it's not easy to find a good therapist. I know for myself, I searched, I got a bunch of shitty ones, and then finally found a good one. It's nice when you find one. And if you're looking for help to get you through your life, maybe you should try BetterHelp. Mm-hmm. You know, BetterHelp's, uh, it's not a self-help line. It's not a crisis line. It's professional counseling done discreetly online. You can use it anywhere you are in the world. And uh, it's cheaper than a conventional offline counseling. And also, if you if you don't like your uh, uh, therapist, well, then then uh, just get another one. That's how easy it is. You can switch it up till you find your right person. It's reasonably priced. It's BetterHelp dot com. And for Dutch Hall listeners, you can go to 
uh, betterhelp.com slash Dutch Hall. That's better, H E L P dot com slash Dutch Hall, and you'll get 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Dutch Hall. Please start living a better life today. And who else? Patreon. Patreon, yeah. Go to our Patreon page, give us money, and you become our leader. That's what happens. You become our. <laughs> Like a royalty to us, and we do whatever you like. Once people start catching on to the Patreon, and you're just like one of many, and me and Kevin are fucking rolling in money, and we're just fucking making it rain, <laughs> then your Patreon means shit to us. Yep. It means garbage, and then you're going to notice we've both gone Hollywood. We're both going to stop caring about you and all of our other listeners. <laughs> no more requests. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, until that time, we are short. We only have one person who gives us money, and that's Jen Husko, and she is our queen. And we're going to spend all that money lavishing gifts on her, which I haven't done yet. I just keep promising. Stuff like the hot tub video. But all that stuff's coming to you, Jen. You know it's for you. I'll do anything for you. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, patreon.com slash Dutch Hall, and you can go to any. There's a lot of tiers how you can support the show. There's even the options for small businesses that want, if you want to support us. And if you're looking for a, an exciting new way to... Um, I don't know. You want to raise some money for your local charity? You want to, uh, you know, generate business on a slow night uh, at your local bar or brewery or maybe uh, winery? Mm. Uh, then you should go to, uh, or maybe you're in a university or college and you're and you're saying, you know what? I don't know. I'm looking for an idea for entertainment, or I want something for my uh, group of some sort. Any, if any of those things ring a bell to you, if any of those, or you just want a private party, you're looking for entertainment, you're like, hey, I need, I need another idea. What you got to do is go to Spiky Ball Comedy on the internet. You just go Spiky Ball Comedy. You go into the WWWs. You go Spiky Ball Comedy. It comes up, shows you all of our options on how you can plan a successful live comedy event. And we have fundraising tips. We have uh, tips for playing a good event. We have a list of rental equipments and uh, event supplies. So everything you need to put on a successful show. Again, go to spikyballstudios.com or you just, just put it into your search bar, put Spiky Ball Comedy, and it'll come up. Nice. And uh, we will, uh, book, we're starting to book shows. We also have an exciting thing coming up with regard to that about a new thing we're working on, but we can't announce it yet because it's not done. But coming up soon, it's a little spoiler alert. And now we must get to our listeners who give us feedback. You know, we got one this week. And he gave it to me on, I think it was a email at lifefromthedutchhallgmail.com. Or maybe even been a text, but... Nice. Let me just see what he says here. He says to me... This is Jeff Clunder, a listener of ours, Jeff Clunder. I don't know if you remember Jeff, uh, but he's been on a few episodes in the past. Great storyteller, Jeff Clunder. Uh, and Jeff says, hey, Pete, I was listening to my FM 98.9 this morning because a true Dutchman doesn't have satellite radio, and I heard a commercial for Blue Star Ford. I swear it was the nocturnal emissions singing the jingle. Ooh. By the way, I lost you. Oh, that doesn't. That's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Keep it, up the good work on the show. Whenever I'm not listening to CD 98.9, I'm listening to live from the Dutch Hall with Pete Van Dyke. Hmm. And then, uh, so I, I uh, Did you he said. Then he went on to say because I, I answered. A, I didn't talk about his comment, and he says, "Is it true? Have the nocturnal emissions gone from late night 
to radio advertising. <laughs> and uh, I got to tell you, the nocturnal emissions, as far as I'm concerned, I have a. I invite Michael every week to the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I invite Wes every week to the show. Yeah. And uh, they've been pol- polite when they can come. They come, and uh, when they can't, they always politely uh, decline. Or in Wes's case, he just is his cool self. You know, Sad. I don't. I don't never hold it against him. No. And then, uh, but then, uh, for the rest of the guys, it's been pretty, uh, pretty uh, tight-lipped. You know. Right. And uh, now to hear that they've maybe gone behind my back. And I, I, I don't know if I need to remind you, I'm the creator of the goddamn nocturnal emissions. I bird them from my loins. <laughs> they would not exist without me. So if they're out there on the radio circuit getting some of that sweet, sweet cheddar wow. on the road. You're like the Joe Jackson. Yeah, and Papa Bear not getting his cut. That's bullshit. You know? You're going to say, oh, it's all, but this has nothing to do with you. We're the, we're, you wouldn't exist without me. That's the goddamn truth. Yeah. All I'm saying is here. I'm not saying you have to give me a percentage of every bit of money you make or anything like that. Yeah. What I'm saying is here, once you make your first dollar, buy me a house. Yeah, man. That's all I'm saying, just like Joe Jackson or whatever. Like, once you start becoming successful. Yep. And if you're out there behind my back and you're just, like, fucking raking in the cake, <laughs> and, old pa- and old Pete, who made you. Yeah. Getting sweet to call here, getting fucking sixty bucks a year from Jen. <laughs> we're, not, we're not upset about that, but no, that's all we're living on here. That's right, and you know? they're out there making bank for Blue Star Ford. No free ads. Oh goddamn! You know Blue Star Ford's just throwing some fucking chatter at them. Yeah, there's no way they they're doing that for free for them. No goddamn right, they're not. You know they're selling quality automobiles there. <laughs> that's right. Actually, I don't know if they're quality automobiles. They're not giving me any money, so I might yeah. say they might be shitty automobiles. Well, especially if they're using the nocturnal emissions without Papa getting a piece. Yeah, that's got it. Or this is could be the other the other uh, uh, possibility here is that those cocks suckers <laughs> at Blue Star Ford <laughs> have been listening live from the Dutch Hall for years. Yep. And there's a few people over there. Uh. Who know the show? Yeah, and in fact, I don't know one of them. I'm just thinking of a leak right now. Uh-huh. Just thought one in my head. I kind of, I think I might be on the same page. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have a talk with that guy. Yeah, because there might be a chance this is the fucking nocturnal missions doing this shit. God damn because, it. Because, uh, but uh, but I don't know. There is a chance though that this guy they listen to my show, they hear the nocturnal missions, they like them, they recognize the talent. Of this band, yeah, and then they get a knockoff. They get some bullshit. To they come don't have in. to. They don't have to pay the royalties to. Yeah, they're not paying any royalties to the real deal. They just can get some goddamn punk. Yeah. to imitate Charter's voice. Sure, or Michael's sweet, sweet. Uh, yeah, you're gonna. You're gonna sing. I'll tell you that. I'll listen. I haven't heard this ad, Clunder, but if I hear this ad, I'll tell you in a heartbeat. If I can hear the beautiful, sweet, sweet voice of my cousin Michael, yeah, in that, and a Fender Telecaster played by Dave. The Rooster Charters. Yeah, I'll tell you. If I hear my cousin Michael's voice on that ad, it's gonna break my. It's gonna break my heart. It's gonna break my heart what yeah. he does to me, because what he did was he betrayed me. What if your favorite is playing bass? <laughs> well, that's this is the thing. I think my favorite is the one that sold us down the river here. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> this might be the case. I don't know. What if, what if Wes is the one that sold us down the river? What, that fucking guy, man. What if he took advantage of his favor? He said, listen, you can steal Nocturnal Emissions' essence. I'm the coolest guy in the band. I, I can sell it to you. 
sells it to Blue Star. And Wes is, that's why he's not been on the show. He's been fucking living in the lap of luxury. Yeah. He's on a private yacht somewhere. With all fucking Blue Star money. <laughs> I'll tell you something. And an F-150. Oh, you son of a bitch, Wes. Is that all we're worth to you is a goddamn half-ass truck? You know? <laughs> and, and a few months on a private yacht in the Caribbean. Uh, would you buy, what do you drive, Kevin? Uh, Murano. Nissan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when's the last North American vehicle you bought? I was always Volkswagen before that. So yeah, I, I bought my first Volkswagen uh, this last year, and I like it. I was a diesel guy, and then they fucked up, and you can't buy a diesel from them right now. But did you have a Rabbit? I had a I had a Rabbit. We went to a Pink Floyd concert in my Volkswagen Rabbit. Was that a Rabbit diesel? Yep. Oh yeah, I do remember that. And it had a Funkin' Groovin' sticker on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then did and then did you have a Jetta? A bunch of Jettas. Yeah, those, I remember a lot of people had the diesel Jettas, yeah. and I remember rabbit diesels too. You can put a thimble of diesel in it and go everywhere. Oh, um, even the even the car I got now it's it's gas, but normally you fill up a tank of gas and then you go to the little gauge and it tells you how many kilometers you got left. Yeah, it'll say to me like like around six hundred. Yeah, but when I do it in my uh, my Volkswagen car, I put in the same amount of gas, but it says that. It says like a thousand. Yeah, I used to get eleven fifty on diesel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's really good on diesel with diesel if you're like pulling something. Yeah, because then it doesn't. Do, yeah. Just as long as you're not pulling something while you're driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> but um, yeah, I I had a Ford truck. Yeah. And my last one, like the last truck I had, yeah. it was a piece of shit. You know, Is like it? I mean. Yeah, like uh, it was such a lemon, and then everything I buy that's not like foreign. That yeah, everything yeah. I buy that's like a domestic, like a it's shit. Yeah, and so I don't know if uh, I'm definitely never going to buy anything again. I want it to be German or Japanese or something, you know. Yeah, those Germans like they. Uh, I remember I had a friend who broke a motor mount in his Volkswagen. Yeah, he's like, I don't need it, and I'm like, I think you should probably. They wouldn't put it in there if you didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, he didn't put it in and his engine. It was no good for him. It yeah. fell right out. I didn't fall right out, but he was fucked. Anyways, that's fascinating. Can your transmission fall right out? If you're going, if you're going real fast on the road in your truck and then, and then you just all of a sudden shove it up in the reverse, mm -hmm. will your transmission fall right out? Uh, I'm not a mechanic, but I think anything's possible. Oh yeah. That'd be hilarious if it did. I know a guy that would do that all the time, and then I said it to somebody, and they said, he's gonna, the transmission's going to fall right out. And I'm like, does that sound possible? That always sticks in my head. I still think about it. Because it's bolted to the engine with more than one bolt, so I doubt it would fall right out. It might like blow up or something. Like, break or, into like, pieces. Break into pieces. But. Yeah. but if it fell right out, that'd be kind of funny to see. Yeah. It was my buddy Jeff. He used to like just all his grandpa's truck or whatever, yeah. and he would just whip it in reverse. It's just going like 80 down the road. And then, Tall guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was nuts. Huh. Everybody, I, everyone I drove with when I was a teenager was fucking out of their mind. Yeah. You know, they were just trying to no, re no respect for themselves. Yeah. Anyways, that's uh, feedback for this week. Thank you, Jeff Clunder. Oh, and I'm going to do another segment this week about uh, listeners. Uh huh. There's one listener that she she listens to our shows, mm -hmm. and I always say to the listeners, I want you to identify yourself so I know who you are because right. I, I I'd like to know. I can see where you where you're listening from, but I can't know your name. You know, right? Uh, I know it's stalkery, 
But once in a while, I, there's a person who says something, and you know, oh, this person's a real listener. Yeah. Like, they listen to, like, to the end. They know the deal. Yeah. Yeah. And this person listens to, like, I swear she must listen to probably almost all of her shows. Right to the end? I don't know. She says stuff to my daughter all the time that she must listen because she knows an awful lot about the show. Okay. And it's Sabrina Van Brocklin, okay. and she's been a huge supporter of our show. And she's also come to see me do live comedy, mm-hmm. and uh, she's always been very supportive. So for this week, even though she didn't give us feedback, this is a slap in the face of Jeff. <laughs> but I'm going to give her, Sabrina, the Listener oh, of the Week, shout Listener it. of the Week. This is your week. I'm going to pull that clip <laughs> for you. I'm sweating my bag off here, Kevin. You are. So it must mean we're getting close to the end of the show here. Hot as hell. Yeah. I will be in Niagara Falls. Oh, the show's not going to be. Um, in Niagara Falls. I got a show tomorrow in Niagara Falls. Oh. Well, the live, uh, anybody live streaming right now has to be. Oh, the live streaming people can come see They're me probably Niagara. on their way there right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then otherwise. Uh, you, got any, you got anything going on after Thursday? Um. Yeah, but not till November. I think I'm, I got a, a headline show in Hamilton in November. That... You'd be crazy not to plug it. I gotta look at my calendar. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Well, I don't know the venue yet. Uh, well, it's I know it's a brewery. Everybody in Hamilton at a brewery. Pizza Hamilton, pizza. November. Sucks that I'm like it's the fourth. No, fifth. Oh no. This is why I can't do it. I don't care. I'll put it on my. I'll, I'll put it on the website or something <laughs> like that. But uh, I'll put something out that you can find. You can find out where I'm playing. I'm just trying to get. I'm starting to try to get booked more, and and uh, so it's starting to fill up. Right People on. are still a little apprehensive about booking shows because of the COVID, but mm. I think it's starting to s- smooth out. Humor matters. Go see. <laughs> go see live comedy. Yeah, it's super fun when you do go out now. Yeah, I think the people that don't like comedy don't come, and the people that do come really like it. Yeah, and so the crowds are like there to watch comedy. Yeah, and everybody pre-buys tickets now because there's limited spots, so yeah. people uh, are buying pre-sale, mm-hmm. which is so helpful running a show because Dang. you know actually how many people are going to be there so that you can uh, prepare for it, mm-hmm. so it makes for better shows. Mm-hmm. But I, I've been really, really having fun doing comedy lately. It's been I, I did two shows in London last week on the same night, mm-hmm. which was uh, which was super fun. I think everybody should be going to comedy right now. Yeah, it's fun. That's what you should do. So go out and see live comedy. Keep your eyes peeled for it because there's a lot of people performing out there all the time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, give me an email at livefromthedutchhellgmail.com, and I'll set you up with a live show with Spiky Ball. Mm-hmm. We know what we're doing. And um, until next week, I think that's it, Kev. All right. I think uh, my condolences to 80% of the country. Yeah. I want to say my condolences to 80% of you that are unhappy, that our leader is this uh, embarrassing dweeb. (laughs) Yes, he is. Like, I mean, politics aside, the person is an embarrassing dweeb. This guy is the leader of our country. Yeah. And he is is not at all. uh, It's just that guy that tries too hard. Yeah, he's just f- fucking awful, dude. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I for those of you who like it, I mean, I guess congratulations. Yeah. Enjoy this nonsense <laughs> till we do it all over again. Two years. 
But you know, you listeners that are listening uh, at this point in the show, you're my diamonds and I love you. Yeah, man. Until next week, we will see you in T. See you next Thursday.